Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. That's right, boys and girls. You know where you are. You know what time it is. This is Tyler Sheff, and I am the host of the Cashflow Guys Podcast. And boy, got a lot to talk about this week. I'm not even going to lie to you and say it's going to be a short episode because it's probably not going to be. I want to talk about what if it works? What if it works? That's what I want to talk about today. And it, it come to light recently, and I've been looking at a lot of different opportunities down. You guys know I'm down here in Key West. We moved moved here a while back and uh, setting up shop, and we're out talking to sellers and talking to commercial agents and talking to a lot of investors or people, at least, that uh, feel like they may want to invest in real estate. And I'm hearing all kinds of stuff. I'm learning all kinds of new things. And I, there's some things here I want to share with you that uh, come up and come to mind that I, I want to work through and maybe help some of you have that 2022 that I keep talking about. And some people have been like, Tyler, how can you be so optimistic? How, how do you know 2022 is going to be so great? The stock market's in the shambles, but wait, no, it's not in the shambles. The gold is up. Gold is down. Silver sideways. Bitcoin's up. Bitcoin's down. There's all this stuff. Nobody knows what the hell's going on. And the news cycle is telling us that Russia may or may not be invading another country we've never visited and really don't know anything about. And should I even be worried about that? And guys, here's the thing. All of that is a big, fat distraction. Every bit of it. Because none of that matters. At the end of the day, none of that really matters. Yes, they say, I've read articles, some people have said that fuel can get to $6 a gallon, and other people have said fuel can get to $17 a gallon. Whatever it may be, I've also heard people say that gold can get to $10,000 an ounce. I don't know. Who knows? If gold does get to $10,000 an ounce, I'll be a happy camper because I have a lot of ounces. That'll make me really happy. But I'm not going to start writing checks on that, okay, right now, because that's not what really matters. What really matters is what am I doing to grow my pot, my my income? What am I doing to grow the income? Not the income that's coming in maybe someday, because for me, gold and silver is a way to hedge against inflation, especially gold. So if it goes up, it goes down, whatever, I don't really plan on cashing it in per se. And maybe I, my ultimate dream is to pass it on to my my uh, heirs so that they get to reap the rewards of uh, dad's good fortune and dad's hard work. So we spend a lot of time focusing on what could go wrong. And I talked about this a couple months ago on the episode and, and the difference between the younger folks, the millennials and the Gen Ys, I think it is, and, and people of my generation, is I was taught to, f- to fear consequence. I was taught to think about what could go wrong. I was taught to make sure I always had a backup plan, get a safe job, get a college degree, go back to school, get more degrees, drink the Kool-Aid, because you always got to prepare for that rainy day. And to some degree, there's a lot of accuracy in those statements, I, I believe, although I'm not a huge believer in that you need to go to college to accomplish anything. But we tend to start a lot of things. And I see this when I'm working with real estate investors that are getting started or people call me on the phone and they want another first step. And I cringe when they call me and they say, okay, so I come up with a cool name and it's Susan's diversified investment strategies. And I've picked out a logo and I've got all the right colors and I've ordered letterhead and, and uh, all kinds of stationery. And I got t-shirts and golf shirts and hats and beer koozies and all these things. I'm like, so okay, what do you do? What's, what do you, what's the company do? And they get, I hear crickets in their line. Well, we're going to start wholesaling. Seriously? Who's giving out this advice? It's, it's not good advice. We tend to do certain things and structure ourselves in a way that we figure like, well, we buy these notepads and do all this stuff that we're going to, it's going to give us some sort of legitimacy or some sort of success. But 
maybe instead of all that hoopla, maybe we just focus on getting better talking to other people. You know what I mean by that? Well, it's real easy to spend a lot of time getting set up to succeed, getting your office set up, picking out the colors for the, the paint on the walls, getting the right stationery, the logos, all the things I just talked about. All of that is nothing but a distraction, just like the news, just like Ukraine, Russia, whatever all hell else is going on in the news. All these things are distractions from the thing that we hate most, and that's the opportunity for rejection. That means getting in front of somebody and asking for the business. That means talking to a seller, talking to a broker, having these conversations to learn how you can help them. And a lot of you think, Tyler, I hear you say this all the time, but I don't know how I can help anybody because I'm day one in the real estate investing space. Well, if someone's got something to sell, they have a problem. If someone's got money to invest and no place to invest it, they have a problem. So if you're in a position to help them with that problem, whether or not you can help them invest their capital or you can help them by ridding them of this headache, aka house, apartment, mobile home park, whatever it may be, you can make their life a little better by making that thing go away because it's something that they don't want to be bothered with. It doesn't, whether, it doesn't matter whether it makes sense for you or not. What matters is they don't want it anymore. And you got to make this happen. Same thing with the person that has capital. They're not quite sure what to do with it. Don't fear that. Embrace it. And then if you have a solution that makes sense, educate them. Talk to them about it. Uh, by the time this podcast goes live, and by the time you guys, if you go head over to keywestcashflow.com, you're going to see our new little shingle out there about our new opportunity. We are under contract. Happy to announce. Yay. Celebrate. We're happy to be under contract on a guest house here in Key West. And guys are probably thinking, what's a guest house? Well, think of it like a hotel without a kitchen. But uh, it is uh, six apartments. They are short-term rentals, vacation rentals. We're excited about that. Um, it's a cash cow. I, it was a deal that I looked at for a lot more money this past spring and situations have changed and I was able to get a significant discount on this property. It's become, it was a, a decent deal before. Now it's a freaking home run. So if you're excited about this, then you probably should be getting on my email list. If I'm, you're not already, you should be heading over to Key West Cashflow. You should sign up on the wait list for the webinar. It's not going to be two hours like the last one. It's going to be about 20 minutes. Uh, we're going to get the information directly to you. What does the thing produce? How does it produce? Real simple, right to the point. So the question you need to be asking yourself when somebody like me is offering you an opportunity to take up, take, take you up on something is to ask yourself, what if it succeeded? What if I put 50 grand of my hard-earned money into this deal with Tyler? I've been listening to Tyler for a while. He probably has a good idea of what he's doing. Maybe He's been faking it for five years and 324 weeks in a row. He's maybe just read out it all out of a book, right? Maybe the other 300 episodes I've been interviewed on on other people's shows, maybe it's all crap, but hey, what if it actually worked? What if I just invested my money with someone that clearly is doing things that I want to do and doing it well because he lives in Key West, I don't. And I want to do, I want to get on board. I want a piece of that because I'm busy doing whatever it else is I did. I do to earn the $50,000 that I'm going to have liquid to invest. Think about that. Let's say you're an airline pilot, airline pilots, depending on whether you're a first officer or a captain, make really good money, a couple hundred grand a year, um, hundred plus if you're a first officer, but if you're a captain, you're going to be making two, three, 
or more, depending on the airline you work for, how long you've been flying, that type of thing. But here's the thing. When you're an airline pilot, you kind of get sucked in. What do I mean by that? Well, you get sucked into the money because if you want more money, you got to put more hours on the plane. Um, That's the only way you get more money as a pilot. You can change airlines, but they don't do that very often because the, once they get seated in an airline, it's tough to start over again because you change airlines, what I'm told, all the pilot friends I'm starting to meet, I'm learning that it people don't, don't like to necessarily jump airlines unless there's a compelling reason to jump airlines. They're not chasing a dollar an hour raise by switching airlines because they lose seniority. So the only way they can make more money is to either fly more hours that's may or may not be fun depending on who you are. If you have somebody at home that you like better than yourself, that may not, that may suck for you having to fly more hours. Cause then you can't be home with uh, mama or hubby or whoever you, that's your only choice unless you roll the dice and maybe get your money working while you're flying or working when you're out hanging out with mama, having a good time. And this opportunity is that, so here's the thing. You can come work through the things that you think might be going wrong. For example, I got airline pilots that are like, yep, Key West, that's easy. I can fly anywhere in the country for free. I can fly into Key West and I can give Tyler a day or two heads up and he'll he'll uh, work me into his schedule and he'll meet me down on Duval Street and he'll walk me up and show me the asset that I'm about to invest in. And that's not just sexy, guys. That's smart. That's good business. I mean, think about this. If you invest in an asset in Key West, and my attorney, Mark Kohler, talks about this, invest in places that you want to be because you get to go visit them and it becomes a tax write-off. Think about that. You invest in a property in Hawaii, Key West, wherever it may be, you can get mom and dad on the and, and, and junior on the plane, come on down, check out your investment, wink, wink, nod, nod, call your CPA and go, I just did a business trip down to Key West to check on my investment opportunity and Yep, it's doing good. Took us a week to figure it out, but it's doing fantastic and good gravy. Those hotels are expensive down in Key West. I'm going to need a big fat tax write-off for that. And the CPA probably is going to agree with you. If not, I would maybe think about shopping for a different CPA because that's a pretty straightforward business deduction, right? So what if it worked, guys? What if investing somewhere cool worked? What if you invested in, I don't know, a beach house in Malibu? You think, well, I can't afford a beach house in Malibu. I'm not Grant Cardone. Well, I bet that there are people out there that raise money for properties in gorgeous areas that have a business plan and a team together that makes sense. I'm not the only one around doing this. Um, There are lots of opportunities to invest in deals that are in great areas that it can be to come a tax write-off that have practical, reasonable upside and a plan that that you can get behind and make sense. And here's the cool part. They should be very transparent on how the deal will make money, how it will profit, and you can always vet the deal yourself. You can request their due diligence. You can quiz them thoroughly on how they're so darn sure this deal is going to make sense. You can hire third parties to verify that this thing makes sense. You can actually hire an appraisal. If you want to value, if you want to know what our property that we're under contract is worth and you're willing to pay for an appraisal, you let me know. I don't have a problem with that. I'm sure the seller's not going to have a problem with it. I'll work with the seller and we'll get you in there. You can get an appraisal. It'll cost you like 2,500 bucks, probably maybe a little more here or there to get a commercial appraisal done. So you can make sure that Tyler's not smoking ganja. 
that my exit strategy that Mike and I came up with and our CPA came up with makes sense and it has teeth and, and makes uh, is, is viable that I'm not guessing, which you guys know I'm not guessing by now. Good God, how long I've been at this. But let's just pretend I bumped my head. Somebody possessed my body. I've lost all good logic and I'm stoned and drunk and on, on Coke and hookers. And you probably want to just double check everything I'm doing. Great. You can do that. You can hire that. So if you're worried about losing 50 grand, well, invest 2,500 to make sure you don't lose 50 grand. It's that simple. The other thing about investing in someone's deal, if it's structured properly, let's say they're a syndicate like we are, they're doing a syndication, you and the other investors who are on the majority side, the limited partners, usually have more equity uh, or more ownership in the deal than the sponsors. In this case, if you're doing a deal with Mike and I in this first deal, you guys get 70% of the deal. That's right. You guys have controlling interest in the deal. 70% of the deal belongs to you. That means of every dollar we make in profit, you guys get 70% of it. 70% of the deal. And if Mike and I become complete blustering idiots, you guys can put it to a vote and fire us. I'll be sad, but um, you'll get to fire us and replace us with someone who's not an idiot. That's how it works, guys, by the way. So if you're working with a sponsor and you like the deal, but you think the sponsor's an idiot, the rest of the investors can get together and get rid of the sponsor. That's kind of how it works, guys. If you don't believe me, check with your attorneys, right? Get with your attorney, someone that has experience in syndications and doing deals with other people's money or raising money or SEC guidelines and ask them, hey, man, what happens if this deal falls apart? I want to know. Don't ask me. Ask your own attorney. You can. There's all kinds of – call Mauricio Raul. He's a, a celebrity attorney out there. A guy knows his stuff. He's – educates the public, give him a couple hours of attorney's fees and ask him to represent you. Ask him to quiz us. Ask him for the backup plan. We're an open book. And see, guys, when you're out there doing this, that's that's not illogical. That makes perfect sense. You should do your due diligence. You should scrutinize a deal. It should make crystal clear sense. And if it doesn't make sense, then maybe you wouldn't do the deal. Maybe first you're going to ask some questions, but realistically, nothing that we do in this space in real estate is rocket science, okay? So if, if, it's, if it's as complex as trying to understand infinite banking, then you probably shouldn't do the deal. That's why I'm not a big fan of infinite banking, because the only people that understand it are the ones that profit from it. And I assure you, you're not the one that's going to profit from that. The person uh, selling it to you is the one that's going to profit from that. That said, bulletproof or the deal. You know, go with the nuclear option. Guys, did you underwrite this as a nuclear option? I can tell you this Key West deal, we absolutely did. This vacation rental, it's a multi-unit vacation rental, so it's a multifamily property. It's six units. Uh, we stress tested the living hell out of it. We added the the potential to have COVID part due. I think we're on part six by now, but part due, part two, COVID part two, worst case scenario, we made it twice as bad as it really was when COVID hit and you know what the deal passes. These are things you should be looking for, should be asking for, you know, you got somebody like Mike, who's a whiz with these spreadsheets. You get him on the phone and you go, Mike, how the hell do I know this thing's going to make, make money? You can just be that point blank. And we're going to show you exactly how it looks. And again, don't believe us have an independent third party. Take a look at it. We have nothing to hide. We've already submitted the deal to our bank for underwriting. Our bank has given it a thumbs up. They like the underwriting. It makes sense to them. They vetted the deal. So what do we have to worry about? Nothing. 
That's why raising money for this deal is not going to be rocket science. Ask yourself this question, guys. Before you get ready to do any deal, whether you do it yourself or with somebody else, how specifically would the loss happen? If you're fixated on loss, I get it, because I'm certainly fixated. i got to be paying attention to loss. I'm way too old to be taking huge risk at this point in my life because I'm, I'm not a young man anymore. If I was 20 and I screwed up, I got many years to recover from that, but I'm 51 now. So (laughs) I don't have as many years to recover from a financial loss as I used to. So I can't be careless and reckless anymore. I'm not a young man anymore. I'm not old, but I'm old enough to know that I've got, I don't want to have to start over again. So I'm very calculated and very cautious in what I do. You should be asking yourself that about the sponsors. How calculated and careful are they? How specifically, if I'm going to suffer a loss, how would that happen? I talked to a gentleman recently who lost, he, he says he lost, and I believe him, $50,000 in a deal, in a syndicated deal. And So I asked him, how specifically did you lose $50,000? And he didn't have an answer for me. I don't know if he meant that he didn't earn the 50000 that he was expecting to earn, or did he lose his in, actual investment capital? Because I'm not quite sure, short of fraud, how you would lose your investment capital um, unless the deal was just a complete mess, Um, which is why you have a third party. If you don't trust your own judgment, have a third party, look at it. Because if you pass, if you just glance at it and pass, you may be missing um, out on a massive opportunity. If you're doing a deal yourself and you're asking, you're looking at the deal from the same perspective, ask yourself, what's my nuclear option? What's the worst case scenario? How do I get the heck out of this deal if things go haywire, I ask my t- myself that question every single time. Well, the answer for this deal here in Key West is that we are in a unbelievable crisis mode of shortage of rental properties, which means anything that puts a for rent sign up gets rented and the sky is the limit for what you would charge for rent, what you can get for rent. Now, that's not to say that I'm going to go out there and be gouging people because I don't believe in that either. But if I wanted to turn this place into a long-term rental to cover the bills, I could do that in a hot second and make the bills, which means the investors wouldn't lose their money. So even if COVID happens and, and I don't know, the world comes to an end and the Chinese invade us and you know Donald Trump comes back into power and kidnaps me from Key West and locks me in a cage, whatever the heck that could go on, the deal can handle it. What if a, a hurricane comes? What if it burns to the ground? Well, we've got flood insurance. We've got wind insurance. We've got a, a sprinkler system installed through the whole property because it's a commercial building. It's appropriately sprinkled, sprinkled, sprinklered. Ooh, can't say that word. So we've done the due diligence necessary. Well, I shouldn't say that. We're in the process of doing the due diligence necessary to make sure that this deal is safe for Tyler, makes sense for Tyler, and is in Tyler and Jill's best interest. Oh, and by the way, we're also looking out for you guys. But let's be honest, guys. I just told you I'm a little too old to be taking huge risks. So Jill and Tyler and Mike are looking at this deal heavily to make sure that we're safe and you guys get to come along for the ride. I assure you that I'm not going to invest my time or energy or money, of which all three I have invested in this deal, in something that's sketchy or high risk. Not going to do it. I absolutely refuse to do it, which is why that in itself should be a testimony, a testimony to the quality of this deal. Okay. 
I went through this scenario. What happens if the world crashes, everything shuts down, if they built a barricade on US-1? Because all that happened, boys and girls. So we already know what that looks like mathematically. So I applied that scenario to this deal, and guess what? It still makes money. Yes, that's true. It still makes money. Even if a fire comes, it still makes money. Either way, we get paid no matter what. And you see, guys, opportunities like this don't come along every day. So when they do come along, do your due diligence, ask all the questions you need to ask, hire the people you need to make sure that you are making a right decision, and pull the trigger and make it happen. If you're doing a deal on your own house, you're going to do a flip, or you're going to buy a rental property, a cost of an appraisal to see to check your exit strategy on a residential house costs you between four and six hundred bucks. I bet you the average American probably spends four to six hundred dollars eating out or buying NFL gear and NBA gear every month. Um, that's a small amount of money. I get a commercial appraisal is a bigger chunk, but as compared to losing fifty grand, it's a small amount of money. Okay, go hire a licensed appraiser to double check you, double check me, double check whoever you're going to do the deal with. They're going to give you a clear understanding of what the underwriting looks like. They're going to help you either justify or dispel your fears. Not saying it's not okay that it's not okay to have fears. You should have fears. Fear is what keeps me sharpening the pencil and making sure that my deals are bulletproof. Because like I said, I'm too old to recover and I certainly don't want any flack from you <laughs> if something goes wrong. You should be asking yourself these questions, guys, and you should be taking action. Now, our new webinar is coming up very, very soon, uh, probably in the next couple of days. So if you're not on my email list, you need to be. Uh, head over to keywestcashflow.com. Sign up on the wait list. So when the webinar goes live, we're going to take about 15, 20 minutes of your time uh, and blast through this webinar so you guys are crystal clear. You want to get on the phone with me, you can go to uh, cashflowguys.com. And just whack the, uh, the book Tyler button at the top of the website. You can reach me there or you can go to keywestcashflow.com and do it there. So guys, lots of information to cover. Lots of good stuff happening. I want to see you get involved. Reach out. The way to get going with this is to actually take one step forward. Put one step ahead. Don't take two steps back. Take one step forward. Get something under contract this year. Get your money moving. If you got a bunch of crazy debt and things are out of control, this is a great time to fix it, guys. They're giving money away for now. Getting money is easy. So get yourself squared away. Get back on track if you're not on track. And if you are on track, get on the phone. How do you get on the phone? You go to keywestcashflow.com. You get on that waiting list. And the minute that webinar is out, you make sure that you get a front row seat. And we can get you in a different place, in a better place for 2022. I thank you guys for joining me this week. And we'll catch up with you next time. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to CashflowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas. So you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.